got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Tuesday, April 13th, goes to Officer Kim Potter, a 26-year veteran of the Brooklyn Center Police Department. 26 years. She also serves as police union president. Also sharing in this hee-haw this morning is the 46th president of the United States of America, the best and only option available to the worst president of all time, hence why he won uh, Joe Biden. Oh, we have a lot to unpack here this morning, but not really because we've been here before, America. And I spell America A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A. And I'm not talking about Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. Our Kim, Kylie, and Kendall. I'm talking about Ku Klux Crackers. Oh, this is a white supremacist country. Black people have been historically the lowest caste. The dominant white caste knows this, and they always remind us of such. See, there's a reality show that we all live in called Being Black in America. Some may call it a dramedy. Definitely a thriller. Absolutely a horror movie. Never a lighthearted affair, because the things that happen to us in this country have us walking around with heavy hearts constantly. What did the late, great James Baldwin say? Uh, To be a Negro in this country is to... Oh, to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time? Yeah. I feel your great ancestor, Baldwin. That's why I'm intentional about not taking too many things seriously because I have to laugh to keep from crying. I've been getting told all my life I turn everything into a joke. Yes, I do. It's a form of self-care. Okay, a defense mechanism of sorts to protect us from the inevitable. The inevitable trauma that we will witness, which keeps this show being black in America perpetually perpetually in a series and new reruns, okay? Oh, it's no laughing matter. You know how hard it is to chuckle when nothing is funny, but you have to laugh at the absurdity of it all. Case in point, this situation with Officer Kim Potter. 
your uncle Charlotte, brother Leonard, I get on this radio and I tell y'all things and you may or may not take me serious because of my list. But one thing I've been telling y'all is nobody plays dumb like a white person trying to deny injustice. I repeat, nobody plays dumb like a white person trying to deny injustice. Your latest example, Officer Kim Potter, not a rookie, has worked for the department for 26 years, 26. And she's head of the police union is playing dumb. See, protesters in Minnesota were doing what they were supposed to be doing, and that's being angry. Okay, raising hell in a region, as the New York Times stated, in a region already at the center of a national reckoning over police officers' use of force against black people. New York Times, we need stronger language than use of force, okay? Let's say in a region already at the center of a national reckoning over police officers killing black people for no damn reason. Yeah, I like that. Because where Dante Wright was killed by Kim Potter, 10 miles away, prosecutors in the courtroom, completed the questioning of their witness of another killer cop, Derek Chauvin. Okay, very important to keep reminding y'all that he's the man we saw kill George Floyd. Now, Kim Potter has killed Dante Wright and is playing dumb to deny injustice. How is she playing dumb? Well, let's go to uh, CNBC with Shepard Smith for the report, please. Just miles from where George Floyd died, a police officer shot and killed a young, unarmed black man, reigniting outrage and inflaming tensions. Minneapolis, of course, was already on edge as the nation watches the murder trial of Derek Chauvin. The police chief in Brooklyn Center, that's the suburb outside the city, says cops pulled over 20-year-old Dante Wright for expired tags and tried to arrest him for an outstanding warrant. There was a struggle. The police chief says one of the officers pulled out her gun by mistake, thinking it was her taser, and fired. The protesters are back out on the streets tonight after a night of unrest in Brooklyn Center last evening. Uh, people are angry. People are frustrated. The explanation that the police gave didn't sit well. We are outside of the police headquarters, and you can see it's become a fortress. It's now surrounded by a fence and barricades. There are police in riot gear on the other side there, and you can see the crowd here that's forming now. Last night, a lot of violence, a big confrontation. The police chief said they were being attacked by bottles and bricks and all kinds of objects. And that's why they retaliated. That's why they fired back with tear gas, flashbangs, and also rubber bullets. Bottles and bricks still better than bullets, okay? Uh, Kim Potter, 26 years on the force, and she doesn't know the difference between a gun and a taser. Let me tell y'all something, because you all be prisoners at the moment. This excuse, this lie... It's used quite often, okay? It's been used before. 2019, a police officer in Pennsylvania who never got identified because charges weren't filed because uh, he shot a man named Brian Rowling. That officer said he mistook his gun for a taser. Hell, this happened in Minnesota before, 2002. Uh, a Rochester police officer who wasn't identified thought he was reaching for a stun gun and pulled his 40 Glock and severely injured a man named Christopher Atak. Okay, a refugee from Sudan. No criminal charges were filed against that cop. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Robert Bates, white volunteer sheriff's deputy, shot and killed an unarmed black man named Eric Harris who was being held down by other officers. Bates apologized for killing Harris and was sentenced to four years in prison. And Tulsa County had to pay $6 million to Harris's estate to settle a federal civil rights lawsuit. Should have came out his pension, you know, if he eventually got one. But all of those people, you know, mistook their uh, guns 
No, I mistook their guns for tasers or tasers for guns. I don't know. They mistook their tasers for guns, whatever it was, okay? They claimed it was a mistake. And, oh, let's not forget the most famous case, at least in my lifetime. Y'all remember a young brother named Oscar Grant, right? A killer cop named uh, Johannes Marcelli testified at trial that he feared Oscar Grant had a weapon, so he reached for his stun gun, but mistakenly pulled his 40 cal as well. And he shot Oscar Grant while Oscar Grant was laying face down. In this situation, Johannes Marcelli was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and sentenced to two years in prison. And the department paid $2.8 million to Oscar Grant's daughter and her mother. Pennies for your life. Now, Robert Bates, who killed Eric Harris when it happened to him, he said, this has happened a number of times around the country. You must believe me. It can happen to anyone. Sure, maybe. I don't know. But it shouldn't. Okay, how is there malpractice in every professional industry except law enforcement? What's the definition of malpractice? Improper, illegal, or negligent professional activity or treatment. Police officers are rendering professional services which are resulting in injury, loss, okay, Loss of life, that is, and damage, yet they rarely, if ever, get held accountable. If I can kill someone and just say, my bad, okay, how do I or anyone else watching this situation learn their lesson? Once again, you have to get rid of qualified immunity because these officers need to be sued directly, okay? It needs to be their money and their pensions that contribute to these large payouts from the state and civil suits and the threat of jail time. When police officers are interacting with civilians, the two words that need to be on their minds is pensions and prison. If I know as a cop I could lose my pension or go to prison, I'd act right. But the reason they will never act right is because leadership in our country plays dumb. Okay, leadership in our country downplays and minimizes these state-sanctioned killings of black people. Exhibit A, President Joe Biden, leader of the free world, vice president to the first black president, picked a black woman, woman of color to be his vice president, friend of black people, corn pop, okay, mouse and all of them, was asked about Kim Potter shooting Dante Wright, and this is what he said. Was it an accident? Was it intentional? That remains to be determined uh, by a full-blown investigation. But in the meantime, I want to make it clear again, there is absolutely no justification for looting, no justification for violence. Oh, God. Peaceful protest, understandable. But we do know that the anger, pain, and trauma that exists in the black community in that environment is real. It's serious and it's consequential. President Biden, it should be there is absolutely no justification for police brutality, no justification for police violence against unarmed black people in this country. Why do we always call for the people to remain peaceful? Why do we always call for the people to remain calm? President Biden, cops are the ones not being peaceful. Cops are the ones not remaining calm. If the protests aren't peaceful, whose fault is that? Okay, violence begets violence. If police officers were held responsible for these actions, then maybe the protests would be peaceful. But we know in this episode of America with three Ks, that we've seen a million times, that regardless of who's in the White House, nothing is going to change. Okay, what happened to the George Floyd Policing Act? All the Democrats, okay, who are championing this, Vice President Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, y'all should be front and center pushing this right now and calling these, calling these cops and their behavior out. I don't want to hear President Biden saying the question is, was it an accident? Was it intentional? That remains to be determined by a full-blown investigation. Blah, blah, blah. President Biden, stop white manning me. Okay, I'm telling you, white people have an innate ability especially white men in positions of power, have an innate ability to play dumb when it comes to racial injustice. And boy, they give each other the benefit of the doubt and grace every single time. Look, I know policing is still local. DA's got to do the work. And I know Kim Potter is a local issue. But the George Floyd Policing Act is necessary. And at least it's something. That's all I want at this point. Something. Somebody somewhere got to show me something. Because the only thing going to happen to Kim Potter is this will be labeled an accident. No charges will be filed. She'll be fired and moved to a nearby jurisdiction and will not have to face any consequences 
for her malpractice. And people like President Biden will continue to show more concern for buildings than we the people. Or should I say we the property? Because as I told y'all yesterday during Donkey of the Day, this is what black people are in this country, property. And in these cities like Minnesota, they make more money off those buildings that are property than they do black people. Therefore, black folks are disposable. And that's why President Biden will say it's no justification for looting rather than saying it's no justification for killing us. And Joe, you can't say you understand the trauma the black community is facing when you minimize that trauma to looting. You know that's not what's happening. Black people are fed up, angry, and have every right to be. My therapist says, feel your feels. Okay, and black people, women, and men, you have every right to be angry and every right to express that anger. Not coming off as angry has gotten us nowhere. Okay, yes, we angry. Yes, we pissed off. And if you are a human who cares about other humans in this country, you would be angry with us. Okay, as Queen Tamika Mallory says, we don't need allies. We need accomplices. Everybody needs to be angry. Everybody needs to get angry. If you truly care about other humans in this on this planet, because if you are silent about your pain, they'll kill you and say you enjoyed it. That's Zora Neale Hurston, by the way. Please give Kim Potter and President Joe Biden the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, and thank please, you for that donkey today. Please, please. Uh, I know President Joe Biden is a sitting president. Don't audit me. Okay. I don't need no extra audits. Calling out, calling out a sitting president. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, just remember that was Leonard, not Rashawn. Man, when shut you your, the, shut you your bitch audits. ass up. Donkey today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamisoff. Don't be a donkey. Dial pound 250 on your cell and say the bull if you've been hurt in a construction accident. That's pound 250 from your cell and say the bull. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse 
into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 